Well, good morning, everybody, listeners. We're excited to be together again today. Sorry, Hi, that guys. sounded strange. <laughs> All right, it got Connie, Christy, and Laura here, and just excited. What's so fun about this for me is lots of times either I'll be have my antennas up listening for what's going on around me or observing something that I see and it inspires. Oh, let's talk about this. But this morning I was or I was waiting on the Lord and um, this proverb came to mind and I thought, this, let's talk about this, you know, and just let's hear, I, we, we mentioned, we mentioned a lot of proverbs. I did a whole, um, a whole podcast on just reading the scriptures and um, I thought, let's, let's just dive into one of them. So the one I want to dive in today is Proverbs twenty two fifteen, And it's in the Amplified. I'm going to read it. Um, it goes like this. It says, foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. The rod of discipline, correction, administered with godly wisdom and loving kindness will remove it far from him. Isn't that good? Oh, that's so it's good. It's so good. I love it. And and what I want to talk about today, and I'm going to do a deep dive, is um, foolishness or another word is folly. And I don't want to necessarily focus on the, the discipline part, even though it says correction administered with godly wisdom and loving kindness. And if you listen to our past podcast, and we've talked about how do you train, how do you discipline, it's full of that. It's based on, of course, we went through the word about a foundation and, and, a, and a structure that we personally used. We also um, talked a lot about love and the whole idea of correction is to train and then to bring reconciliation again. So there's a reconciliation, there's a love, there's acceptance. It's, it's basically saying we all fail, you know, and it's okay to fail. We're going to learn from that, but in, and we pull back together. That's the whole thing I see about the, the discipline part of life. But um, the, the foolishness or the folly, I want to talk about foolishness is bound up in the heart of the child. That's the part I want to talk about. And I looked up um, the word folly because I thought that's an interesting word. Some translations say folly. Yeah. And it says folly in the biblical sense of the word is to hold the pursuit of truth in contempt by choosing to make our own path. Um, a life of wisdom or folly comes from more than individual decisions we make. It comes from how we approach the journey of life as a whole. And it goes on to say other words for folly would be rashness, mistake, foolishness, injustices, madness, lunacy, indiscretion, ungodliness. So isn't that interesting? That's so good. I love that definition. I know. And yeah. so so I want to talk about that. So let's talk about what does it mean that foolishness, or we could say folly, is bound up in a heart of a child. Um, why don't you jump out? Just what does that mean to you when you hear that? And maybe throw out an example. Well, I I think first of all, not to be surprised by it. I mean, if it's saying it's bound up in the heart of the child, then it's there, Good. and we need to be diligent in helping to um, to help them get it out of it. So I think like. Because uh, I think sometimes we, I don't know, I think I thought like, oh, the kid will just know what's right or not be foolish or make good decisions. But this like, it's it, to me, it's like this deception of their heart. It's like they know what's right to do, but they're like strong will wants to do what's wrong I, I mean I don't know if that's exactly how you would describe it but it's like we don't be surprised by it but we have to actively pursue um, teaching them how to get that 
sucker out of their heart is what <laughs> I think of. Yeah, it makes me think of, you know, like thinking of other passages in the scripture, you know, like all we like sheep have gone astray, mm-hmm. you know, like there's just this part in us. When you look at the definition of foolishness, it's choosing to do your own thing, yes. um, knowing the right way to go, but still choosing to go the other way because you want it. Um, and so it just makes me think, oh, we like sheep have gone astray mm-hmm. and the importance why the Bible talks so much about training a child and choosing self-control because so much like foolishness is just bound up in all of us, yes. but a little kid doesn't quite have, they're in that learning ground of learning how to un, unwind themselves, right. unbind themselves from the natural human tendency of going our own way. Because that's just, because of the fall, because mm-hmm. of original sin, we're all that way. And for a kid, developmentally, they they haven't learned how to let go of that. And exactly. so it's bound up in them. Like it's just part going, being foolish. It just feels like it's that we all have a sin nature, Yeah, you know, oh, it's yeah. bound up in us. And so that correction, that training with loving kindness of like, I understand you want to go your own way. Mm-hmm. It's, it was bound up in me too. I, I will get bound again. Yeah. I have to throw off the sin that easily entangles me, mm-hmm. that easily binds me so that I can run the race. So it just feels like it, if you look at the whole of scripture, it's pointing out like, yeah, it's in everybody. It's even in the little ones. And as a parent, um, we have to be intentional to correct, to train, to redirect, to instruct them so that they can choose to have a heart that's free Absolutely. to fully obey. Yeah. Um, Cause that's the opposite of bound. Yeah. You don't know if you're bound, you're tied up, but if you're unbound, you're free. Absolutely. Um, so I think that foolishness, it just, re- it just identifies and points out that, yeah, kiddos are born with that little sin nature. Absolutely. I think our culture is trying to change that, that we're all kind of born good, you know what I mean? And we learn yeah. bad, but it's actually the complete opposite, you know, and this yes. scripture so clearly identifies that. I think of even, you were so good, Connie, you were talking about even as adults, I think of the struggle in Romans 7 where Paul's even saying, I, I do the very things I don't want to do, you know, and that's just really, um, I discipline my body, you know, I discipline my mind, we renew our mind. These are all disciplines that we are um, just human nature and even born again, the spirit of God's inside of us, but we're working yeah. out our salvation with fear and trembling. You know, we are lining ourselves up I read the scripture the other day in Proverbs, again, or Psalms, I think it was so good, but it was like, um, it said like, the word, of the, God, the word of God is our lamp, teaching is the light, and reproof is the ways of life. You know, reproofs uh-huh. and discipline away life. And I was just thinking about that. It's just that soul thing. We have a center, and it is the word of God and his ways, and we're lining ourselves up by that. that there's a there's a there's a a truth, the lamp, the words, the truth, 
There is, by teaching, we turn the light on. Oh, this is what this means. We meditate on it. We think about it. We, we apply it to life. And then we're constantly course correcting as our bodies and our minds and our wills want to go different ways. You know, we're constantly by the spirit of God. And as moms and dads with our children, I love what we start off, Chrissy, you saying too. It's like, it's don't be surprised. It's the way it yeah. is. I mean, we shouldn't be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe my kid's doing this. It's like, that should actually... The enemy wants to shame us and isolate us and hide where the truth is that this is part of human nature and uh-huh. um, we're, we're working it all out. All of us. There's not one parent that's never not had to work this out. Yeah. yeah. It almost like makes me want to change my perspective a little bit of like when my kid, when I am, when a foolish tendency is exposed in my kid, I should be like, thank you, God. But I'm seeing this because here's my chance, my opportunity. You're giving me the chance to see a place where I get to help them discover freedom in God. Like if I, instead of being like, oh man, my kid messed up again, or, oh, I'm so embarrassed, or I need to shift. Like, this is Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. Like, I need to shift my perspective when I see my kids, when I see them bound up in something, not be like, how could they? But be like, thank you, God, for letting me see it and giving me this chance to help them taste and see that the Lord is good. Absolutely. And lead them into discovery of freedom. Yeah, um, I, I need that perspective shift. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Go ahead, Christy. I was thinking, I was like trying to think of an example for my kids of like, okay, how, I mean, I see it. We all see it every day, right? <laughs> of like, oh, that's, but I was thinking of an example with one of my kids, um, because part of it is like them thinking they're going their way, like they know the way to go. And so one of my kids with his academic pursuits has thought that he knew the right way to go in terms of basically not being very diligent with his studying and kind of giving half-hearted, it was foolishness, right? It was like him thinking he could just make it by on its own understanding. And so it's been interesting this year through correction, and this is correction not um, that we've had to do with him of helping him may, maybe open his eyes to like understanding the folly of his decisions and, and it, it comes with low grades and maybe, you know, uh, maybe not being able to play on a team because your grades are, so, you know, yeah. a certain way. But through that correction, the, um, us, you know, teaching him, um, it's been exposed and now we're helping him course correct. And he's learned that for him to actually do well in school, he has to take his own ownership of it and he needs to be diligent and studying. And it doesn't mean you just study once the night before, but you need to like take small steps. And so I feel like this has been, it was folly that was bound up in his heart of just him thinking he knew how to conquer studying and his schoolwork. But through this year, he, through discipline, he has learned that actually the better way is, you know, to just different tools and how to deal with it. So to me, that's an example of it. That's a little, for an older kid, maybe than like a three-year-old that thinks that's good. Yeah. That's so good. I have an example. It's not mine, but from a friend of mine, when their kids were little, um, 
think it just reiterates that it's all stages of life. So this three-year-old, two-year-old, I don't even know, this is back in the day when they were VCRs. <laughs> and the kid was wanting to touch, like, and put things in the VCR, you know, and so the mom, my friend's trying to train her child not to do that. So they had had lots of correction times and the training and so the sweet little two-year-old or three-year-old or whatever probably younger would like be putting his hand toward the vcr but the whole time saying no 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 (laughs) and so like he was it's still bound up in him but he's even learning i feel like that's just such a picture Mm. of the training ground is like we're helping them to discover, like your kid did, Christy, that foolishness is bound up in here, and I'm doing this one way, and hopefully them learning to, we're there for a little bit, teaching them not to do that, but they've got to start learning to say no, 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 even when they're in the middle of doing it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like it's just, I love that story of it's, even little ages, they know they're not supposed to do something, but they just have to do it. But the power of the parent, they are training and coaching, kind of like what you guys did with your kiddo, Christy, to be able to then succeed. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's so, so good. Funny. Yeah, I think one um, of the... Oh, go ahead, Christy. Oh, no, I was just saying I love that. Yeah. Oh, no, it's a great example. I I was thinking through, yeah, how do you, um, I think that's why it's so important if we're going to swing back to little bitties. um, I think that's why it's so important to, uh, with the scripture in Ephesians says, um, honor your father and mother for it's the first commandment with a promise, you know, Uh Um, children obey your parents and the Lord for this is right. And I was thinking Uh because it really, I would say if you're looking, okay, how do I start dealing with this foolishness or this folly, you know, it's in there. What do I start doing? That's why I think it's so important in the little, little, little stage when you're starting the whole process of training, it's, it's Uh obeying mommy and daddy's voice. I think that becomes Uh one of the foundational pieces because you're just going to, they're going to be doing silly stuff all the time, you know? And um, I remember even in a funnier example, I remember my kids were in high school and, um, and it, there's a fine line, but I remember a bunch of the kids were pull, pulling pranks, like pranks, funny pranks, oh. you know. And oh, there's such yes. a bounce because it is funny. Some of it is funny, but then, but then it has consequences to it if it's done to the wrong person, you know. And uh-huh. so it was I, like I remember just walking through that because I'm like, those are kind of funny things you're talking about doing, but guys, that really these funny things that can be so innocent done to the wrong person can really reap bad consequences and even uh-huh. really bad consequences, you know? And I just think about how this whole thing is about just learning self-control, thinking, following through with stuff in your mind. Like, where does this go? This action, where does it take me? Because, uh-huh. um, I mean, I get the fear of the Lord on me too sometimes. Let's use this. Let's use mercy father but like texting while you're driving okay all guilty right let's let's be honest yes, we're yes. all guilty at stages Unfortunately. Uh, oh i yes. hate that i don't like it but i get the fear of the lord on me sometime me as a, in my 50s going gosh one wrong move here 
has massive consequences. So yeah. why am I still doing this? You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's an, yeah. it's an always stage and it's, it's learning too to train our kids that some of these things, like Christy say, they have consequences to them. And we are in the, in, in different stages of your kid's life, little bitties, they're, you're, they're learning to trust your voice and trust what you're uh-huh. saying. And then as they're older, like Christy, you shared, you're navigating through, hey, these choices have consequences and you're going to have to deal with them and some have more than others. So it's just like it's a holistic piece in life, you know, and it's kind of yes. puts the fear of the Lord in me, even as we're talking about this and this is coming yes, to my absolutely. mind. It's a big piece of life, you know, that we all want to learn that adults still need to learn and come under just not just come under wisdom. Yes. Yeah. When um, my kids are little, I heard this teaching because I'm thinking, how do you know what's foolish and what's childish? Mm. Um, and I heard this teaching and they talked about, because some things are like, it really is innocent. It's not foolish. It's like a childish thing. So like they're playing with the ball in the house. And so far, mom and dad haven't made any rules that you don't throw a ball in the house. Right. And they knock over a lamp. Mm-hmm. That's childish. Right. Like, it was a pure accident. There was no malintent, whatever. Totally. So then the parent instructs the child, hey, we're not going to throw balls in the house because we could break something or someone might get hurt if they're, like, you might accidentally hit another person or whatever. At that moment... It switches because the child has been instructed. There is a right way to walk that the child knows. Then if the child throws the ball again, regardless if something breaks or not, that is moved into a foolish act. Yeah. Yeah. Because they know the way they should go. Mm -hmm. And so I think as we're parenting and trying to sometimes like when we're in real life situations, is my kid being foolish or was that purely just an innocent childhood mistake? Yeah, that's good. Because they're just this age. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to ask ourselves, have they been instructed in this? Have we told them, like with the VCR, have we told our little toddler not to put anything in the VCR? Mm-hmm. If we've told them and we've practiced with them and we've given them plenty of instruction and we know that they know, because we all know when our kids know. Absolutely. Um, yes. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. we know that they know they shouldn't do this then that's when it's no longer an innocent childhood mistake. Yes. It's moved into foolishness. Absolutely. Um, it's that I know the way to go, but I'm going to go my own way. Yes. Um, it's kind of like me. I know I shouldn't text while I drive. Right. Um, but yet I do it. So uh-huh. if something happened, it would be completely foolish on my part. Absolutely. Right. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. so good. And so I think we have to, as we're parenting, is. We have to really evaluate when they're in those moments. Like, have I given my kid an yes. instruction? Am I sure that they've comprehended and they have the right understanding? Mm-hmm. You know, and and if we know that, then we can't just blow it off. No. I'm like, oops. I had a perfect kids example. Kids. Yeah, I was with, <laughs> you know. perfect example. I was with um, my my one of my one of my daughters and my grandkids just the other day and there was an opportunity for he our little two-year-old grandson disobeyed and my daughter was looking at me like we're in a public place she's like what do I do here you know and I said you know you can't deal with it right here and I said so 
I, I go, but let, she goes, but do you think he'll remember? I go, well, let's, let's, let's look at this. So we went back, something happened in the actual, in the zoo area, recounting a couple things I had asked him. We were picking up little rocks and dropping them in the water and he had found a little rock and I said, we'll put it in your pocket. And then we had like walked 10 more minutes and I said, oh, take out your rock and drop it in this, this water over here by this animal. And he did. So we're back home at their house. And I said, Lauren, let's see. And I, I asked him, I said, okay, tell, cause daddy came home, tell daddy, what do we do with the rock in your pocket? And he totally said, oh, we threw it, uh, threw it in the water by the tiger. Okay, and that happened like an hour earlier. And I looked at my daughter and I said, he's got it. He he can remember now why he needed, because he has such a good memory, I said, he can remember that. He would totally remember that, you know, what happened in his disobedience in the zoo. So even practicing, I don't know if it makes sense to you, but practicing, like I was trying to show her he has a memory. He can remember. Because yeah. her concern was, <laughs> what do I do right now? I was like, I think you can go home and correct it because I think he remembers. And that's what we did a little practice on. On a positive, we did a memory. He remembered the memory, exactly what we did. And I said, I also think he remembers that he disobeyed at the zoo. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. I love that. That's such a great practical way to help you figure out yeah, right. if they can remember something. I love that. Yeah. So good. That's really good. Sweet. Well, anybody else have yeah. any thoughts on this? Christy, anything else you'd like to say? Yeah, I, I think it's just I'm encouraged and challenged to continue to I, I, deal. I'm like, what's my word I'm trying to find um, with the folly in <laughs> Um, just, I'm honestly convicted with the, the driving. Me too. Oh, I, I convicted myself as I said it. (laughs) Yes, yes. No, but I just think that it's, um, we just have to continue. I was just, as we were talking, what I was thinking is I'm like, so much of parenting is just continuing to train and be intentional because I think that that's what I was thinking is like. If you want the folly to be driven out uh, that's bound up in our kids' hearts, we have to be intentional uh, when we recognize it, deal with it, and not let, you know, not just assume that as they get older, it's going to be removed or, you know, it'll they'll grow out of it. Because I, I was having a conversation with someone the other day and they were just like, oh, you know, they said something like positive to me about like, oh, your kids, like, they looked at me in the eye when they were talking. And I was thinking, I was like, you know, she was like a peer. So anyway, I just was like that you train them on that. Like that doesn't just happen. Um, And and not like, oh, they do it every time. And like, they're, that's amazing. But it made me think like so much of what we do in parenting is we, we have to be intentional about dealing with things and dealing with what we want, which is the whole purpose name of our podcast parenting on purpose like these things don't just happen you have to be intentional of putting into your kids the things you want them to be put in and take and helping remove partnering with that to remove things that are foolishness out of them so anyway that's an example but i'm just thinking like encourage to continue to walk it out and they're and you're gonna see different things as they get older um, (laughs) and keep on and don't get discouraged dealing with it is I guess what I would say yeah absolutely it says discipline disciplines are the way of life it's just part of it Uh you know so yeah that's good 
Good conversation. I'm glad that I love it today. Um, I got convicted in my own conversation. I was like, I okay, but Laura. it's always, <laughs> it's always his kindness that brings us to repentance, you know? And I'm yeah, like, 100%. Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for the ways that I still do foolish things. You know, I don't want to be that person. Yes. So help me to, um, discipline myself to be patient and, um, be still and not text in the car. So that's yep. my own personal confession to all of you out there. At times I have done that and um, I don't want to be that person. So anyway, alrighty. Well, I'm going to pray for us and then um, Christy, you can let our listeners know how to get a hold of us. So Lord, we do thank you that um, I just thank you for every listener right now. I thank you for you, Holy Spirit, that you are the great one that comes to us and comforts us and encourages us, instructs us, counsels us. Um, thank you. Just thank you. Thank you for your presence. Don't want to do life without you, Holy Spirit. We need you so desperately. And I pray your blessing, God, over all our listeners today, that something on this podcast would help them right where they are today, Lord, in whatever's going on in their family's life, in their children, Lord. We want to be those that um, are um, submitted to you, and we want to be those that walk in all the ways that you have for us. Lord, your word is the center of all things, and we want to align ourselves up to that. Thank you that it's our great instruction, and it brings such life, and we love coming under you. So thank you for today, and we pray a blessing over us listening in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Email us at parentingwithpurposepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. All righty. Okay. Have a great day. Bye, guys. All right. Bye, everybody.